sometimes as an actor, you have to live lean and mean. We're going to talk about it today. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. So we are living lean today. You know what that means? That I gotta go on a diet? No, you don't have to live. We're financially lean. We're gonna put aside the money we need to pursue our acting career, and we're gonna make the rest of the normal things that people take for granted and put them uh, at a kind of surviving mode as opposed to a thriving mode temporarily. Okay. I read a story a long time ago that Sting of the police said that when they were in London, they, he would use his stand-up bass and sleep on that when they first started out. Guess what, actors? It doesn't have to be that bad. You don't have to sleep on your scripts. So he is it won't my be namesake, that though. He is? Mm, Roxanne? Uh, Roxanne, really? You know that's that, wait, did you after? tell me that? I don't know. I because my girlfriend's name is Sheena, and remember she was saying that she, hers was a video on... TV and she, I think you guys talked about that when we know. were at a cocktail party, but we had had cocktails. Well, that's so there, why there I you don't go. Know. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about, ladies and gentlemen. As always, Ms. Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer, mm-hmm. Mr. Funtabulous, Jeff Graham. Hola, hello, and we're all, now. Have we all lived lean and mean? And in the past, when we started out, oh boy, a can of worms, can of worms, which you ate the can of worms to live with me. No, I'm living a little less lean, just as mean, but I'm still, I'm still living somewhat lean and mean. Yeah, I think it's when I first came out here, I was very conscientious. I think, yeah, I don't know if you agree, Rox, but once you've been here for a while, you can have the habit of being like, oh, I can go out to dinner more than I used to. Yeah, Yeah, but but it's not as long as it's not really attacking or ruining your budget, which we'll talk about, then that's okay. So we have a lot to cover today, so I'm going to jump in on Sean's week, and I'm going to tie it in to what uh, we're talking about today. Sean's week. Sean's week. Sean's week. See, that's, that's a lean and mean intro to that segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, a, for a low budge. Yes, for yep. a low budge. Okay, first of all, look at my nice T-shirt. You've never seen it before because I've never worn it before because I knew I needed solid colored T-shirts. Thank you, Mr. Fantabulous, uh, to have good solid colors under my dark jacket. So I went to Old Navy to get some basic colored cheap T-shirts as opposed to going to a very expensive place and spending 20 30 more dollars on a T-shirt than I had to. And also, did you know I was going to wear a similar color today? Cause it I feels did like... not, but you did have a black sweater over that color, and I was excited about that, but then when you removed it, we're not twins anymore. Uh-huh. And all these, again, another miscommunication. Never... <laughs> Never get it. I thought you were going to take the jacket off. You thought I was going to keep it on. It's it's always tough for us. Um, Also, I had two good one gig that I have throughout the year. I never know how many episodes I'm going to do is looping. It's a post-production job where we do voiceover work, uh, final voiceover work. Uh, I thought I had several more episodes. And they said, oh, by the way, we have to do one in a completely different language. So you're done. Can you talk about what show that is? 
Uh, it is called Fresh Off the Boat. Okay. Yes. And you've been doing that for a little bit now? Five years, yeah. My friend oh. Anachka Khan started the show and graciously put me on as a looper in the post-production. And it's it's a really good job. It's one of the toughest jobs to get in town. That's why you need a really strong connection like I had. But for this year, um, it's done. And then you have to wait to see if it's picked up for next year. So I don't even know if that income's... I know it's done for this year, which is shorter than I thought, and I didn't know that it may not even be there next year. So, Do you almost have to think of that money as savings account money then? It's like additional you, because you don't know it's guaranteed? Right. Well, you always are working every angle. So at the same time, a place where I teach once a week downtown um, said, oh, we have budget cuts and we're expanding, so we have to lay you off for a few months. Um, maybe you'll come back. This you'll, you'll come back in the summer. We like what you're doing, but so that income went away. But at the same time, I saw a friend of mine who does um, business consulting on Facebook, and I reached out and said, "Have you ever used improv?" For business consulting, he said, I have, but I'd love to talk to you about it. Tell me what you mean for business consulting. You can you go improv? in and it help. You can do improv for teamwork, building teamwork. People who are afraid to talk in front of people, you can teach them how to think on their feet and get out of their heads. For any kind of business, not an For, entertainment yeah, industry yeah, business? Yeah, all kind of businesses. They they hire improv groups to bring them in and, and help train people in the uh, standing on your feet, getting out of your head, and teamwork, working together. Because in improv, it's only as good as the group, not an individual. That's pretty cool. So I reached out to him, but I got that work. So it's kind of like the always hustle of trying to get the most income. And then trying to get another – and then a student that I taught did very well, and her manager said, I love what you did. So I reached out to the manager and said, I could help your other clients. We negotiated a deal for our clients, and I put that into the mix. So, you know, you're going to lose some. You're going to gain some. But that's why I'm wearing Old Navy. I love it. So that's Sean's week. I love it. Go ahead. Do you let any of those things actually land or you try to let it fly off you when you lose a gig or when they say you're laid off for a couple of months? I used to, but uh, when we do our mental episode, you'll know I just let it go and go, okay, what next? What next? And if you haven't listened to our Danny Franzese episode, you must. It's fantastic. And he says, you're always thinking of the next thing anyway. You always have to think of the next thing. So... So even though I knew this stuff might happen, I was already laying down tracks for other looping jobs, and I've been taking meetings and doing things like that for thinking ahead to get more income. You have to, like, have 10 income streams that you're working on, and maybe four will come through. Do you find that typically when you lose a job, they give you, like they would in the corporate world, a two-week severance? Nothing or, no, like that. It's no, it's all, it's, it's all uh, individual. Uh, each episode is actually its own job. So you, there's no – you're not even hired for the season technically. You're just hired job to job to job. That's how we live, and yeah. this is why we have to learn how to live lean and mean. But before we do, uh, Roxy has some things to say about After Buzz. Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody who has listened to the show before or if this is your first time here that you guys could really help us out. And I know if you're sitting at home thinking, what do you mean I came here so you guys could help me out? 
Well, we're going to do that, but in order for us to continue doing that, we need you to go to iTunes and go to YouTube and rate, comment, and subscribe. So why does that matter to us, Sean? It matters because of a, it was a rhetorical question. Don't worry, yeah. I got this one. I, I, thought I, I thought I dropped my line. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> it matters because, first of all, we want to know what you guys are thinking about our episodes, what you want to hear more about. So if there's something specific you want to know from Sean, if it's how to uh, perform in the sitcom, versus how to do now these dramedies or whatever question you have. We want to do episodes based on that. Also, it will help other people find our episodes because the more comments, the more subscriptions, the more likes, thumbs up, all of that we get, the wider reach we have. So it will help us continue to do this show. Uh, it really means a lot to us, and hopefully you're loving what we're bringing to you so far, and you want to you wanna help us out in this way. We'd really appreciate it. And it doesn't cost you anything, and that's Living Lean. Hey, free is one of our... We're, we're asking you to do a Living Lean kind of thing. Living Let's see Lean. If can implement today. We into are Living that. Lean. So I before we jump into the full meat of the how-tos, um, just a quick recap um, for moving to L.A. Before you move here, we talked about it briefly in another episode, um, is having some sort of savings or a nest egg. Uh, I was I've been listening to Jenna Fisher's book. It's an actor's handbook, really good, very similar to a lot of things I'm saying. Um, and she was saying a number. What's a number? You and I talked about maybe five or six. She said ten. I hear a lot of tens. Yeah, I hear five to ten thousand dollars very yes. frequently. I think it depends on what kind of lifestyle that you are okay having. Right. So if you maybe Jenna, and also as a woman, you have to save. Yes, a little not more. Not just as a woman, but as somebody of Jenna's size, you have to be safe, safe, and in a safe yes. area with safe transportation, and that's something that you have to take into consideration. As yes. Well. So for her, ten thousand dollars might be a more realistic number. Right. Yeah, I when I first moved here, um, adopted a circumstance that most people probably wouldn't. I got on Craigslist, found out that I could have an air mattress in a shared room, and my roommate was a Portuguese erotic actor. So I don't know if that's the circumstance that everyone would want. I can't see Jenna actually opens arms yeah, yeah, taking yeah. that situation on, yeah. but I, some people. Some people might. I can see, yeah, why she might not, but that's an example of, I think I was, you know, it was like a $300 a month situation. Yeah, amazing. And I got what I paid for. <laughs> and the... Portuguese erotic actor is lean and mean. Mm, yeah. He was well, like, we don't know that. He wasn't, he wasn't too mean, which is good. He wasn't. I mean, I, maybe like mean. I, I think I mean mean and like he's he's living the life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is. Mean mugging, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That was Do you a guys big, keep in touch? Jeff? Yeah, super stretch. I haven't. I think he moved back to Portugal. Um, I will. You know what? I'll have an update for next week. Thank <laughs> you so much. Sure everyone, you everyone. It's the the, the uh, comments are blowing up. Waiting with beta breath. Yep. <laughs> so this is with a theory of that you're going to try this 100% for two years. So this is what this is based on. It's a two-year plan, that, uh, and this is a two-year financial plan for you, and then I'm going to go into next week about what you should be doing during those two years. But this is assuming as if you were going to med school or law school for two years. You're, so you wanna, for- you're saving up your money to attack acting to give it 100% of your focus. And it's for any artist or specifically an actor? This actually can be applied to any artist, but obviously because of the show and what we acting do class here. Weekly with Sean acting Whalen. class weekly with Sean Whalen. We're going to kind of go from an actor's perspective, but that's a great point. Um, and the main thing you have to understand is you're not trying to promote yourself to be you know, uncomfortable 
or to punish yourself. It is a sacrifice. And if I, I had a student that came out here and li she lived in a fabulous North Hollywood apartment, really nice car, and said, well, I'm, if I don't make it soon, I'm going to have to go home. And I thought, man, you could live another two years if you just changed that the, the way you're thinking about the way you're spending your money. So this is why you need that attitude adjustment. And look at it as a, an adventure um, and not as a horrible way of living. So number one, you have to find cheap housing. Mr. Fontabulous just told us about him, and that's the first thing I'm going to say. Craigslist. Craigslist lists all those things. Now, you have to be thorough. You have to do your interviews. Um, you might want to get references from them because there's some sketchy things. But Craigslist actually kind of cleaned up their act since they've, they did have some trouble with sketchy things. So that's a great place to start. There's a thing called Westside Rentals. I loved a website called PadMapper. And so it would give you a your map of your area, and you'd see these little like um, map what are they like thumbtacks or thing pop pins, up pins maybe pins yes pins popping up on the map of locations and then you could click on it and see everything you can search by price by area as by well right, right, Westside Rental the, actually charges you a fee so that, there's tons right. of apps today is that don't I love Radpad Zillow and Rad Trulia Pad, yep. those are some of my absolute favorites yes uh, because I think that they give you the best search optimization you can you can do whether you're looking for a roommate or not whether you have a pet and you're yes. moving out with that. If you just want a room in a house. Right. Maybe there's two of you guys. Maybe right. there's one of you. Depending on all of that, those are the ones that I feel like help you uh, the most. Yes. These in are Los Angeles. In Los New Angeles. York centered ones right. as well. Um, and then, guys, social media. I'm going to say this so many times. Reach out to friends. Moving to L.A., um, or New York, or wherever you're going to move, Chicago, moving to LA, and I need to find a cheap place. Does anyone have any suggestions? So hit up friends. It's very important. Sometimes people need house sitters for a yeah. few months, and that's a great thing, too. Yeah. If somebody, you know, a wealthy family, has, they are going on vacation for a few months, and they need somebody that, that can house sit. You can get a really great deal with that. I know a couple who moved here from back east. They're starting in the entertainment industry, and they did an Airbnb for the first month until they've settled into a place. There's so many different options. But again, the perfect thing, I think, always start with personal referrals first. There's nothing better. Um, and I would always suggest having roommates. If you do want to do an apartment, it brings down your rent. It brings it down significantly, and then also it, it helps with the safety aspect of it as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. So uh, nuts and bolts, where is a good place to live? Okay, so I have the ones listed. I did some articles and then my own opinion. Hollywood is great, obviously, location-wise, around a lot of things. Studio City. A lot of places said Sherman Oaks. It's where I live, but I think it's just getting a little too pricey right now for a startup actor. You can find some less expensive ones if you're willing to live in a place in Sherman Oaks with five-plus roommates. Yes. There's some houses and whatnot, but Studio City is still a little less little cheap, expensive. And literally and right central. next to me, I have four actors in a two-bedroom. Yeah. Right next to me in my apartment. Uh, Van Nuys. Um, it is a kind of a lower middle class area, but as long as you can find places that are safer, you'll be fine. I would recommend finding a place with parking if you're looking in yes. Van Nuys because uh, you don't want to be walking back from your car late at night. There. Yes. Yes. Um, the parking spot. Yeah. And I would say uh, Burbank. 
NoHo, North Hollywood, Glendale. Arts District. Yes. And all of these things you want to keep in mind that you want to consider how close it is to your classes, your auditions, parking, roommates, all of these things are very important to consider. You know what doesn't matter as much? What? A dishwasher. Dishwasher doesn't matter that much. AC, it doesn't matter AC, as much. AC, you can you do can find a window space unit ones or fans. Window, yes. You know, yep. and all of this will bring the price down significantly. Or if you don't already have a pet, that can right. help a lot too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And if you love pets, you might want to leave yours at home for a couple years. And when you do better, you can bring one in. Right. Um, because they can really, people will charge a hundred extra dollars yeah. a month just for you having a yes. pet there. Or or non-refundable deposits, like yeah, a grand that exactly. you give, and then you can't get them back. In New York, I went online. They said the great places are Queens, Woodside, Sunnyside, and much of Astoria that has actually been renamed Actoria uh-huh. because so many actors live there. little fun fact for you. In Chicago, uh, people mentioned Logan Square, Edgewater, Rogers Park. But the most important thing, they need to be safe, cheap, and accessible And that depends on your transportation, which we'll talk about soon. So you get your place, and now you... Where was your first place, Sean? uh, On Stoner Avenue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On the west side, about a quarter mile away from a park that had crack dealers in it every night. West side Santa Monica? West uh, West L.A. Oh, West West L.A., LA, yeah. So uh, with four guys in a very small two-bedroom apartment... Uh, air mattress, but mine deflated every night, Mr. Fantabulous. Mm. So I'd wake up on the floor. But I'd Sean, go to... you will not believe I have the exact same story. Do you really? Yours deflated every night? Mine deflated yep. every night. I'd wake up on the floor. But it was night. As long as I was up so I could sleep at night, it was fine. And it didn't matter how I woke up. There are all of these mattress companies now that deliver mattresses to you for like a couple hundred bucks. And they yeah. come in a bag and then you unroll them. Yeah. Air mattresses can be great, but they're expensive nowadays and they break. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So if you're staying somewhere for a little bit, look into these these mattress in a bag. Yeah. Or box companies. And that's what we're talking about now. Furnishing cheaply. So mattress in a bag or a box. What, I'm seeing them uh, on my Ms. online so. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a podcast, we'd be remiss not to mention a mattress in a bag. I feel like they do yeah. so much podcast <laughs> promo. <so. laughs> oh, yeah. Is, that what the, is the company called Mattress in a Bag? No, there's all these. There's just several there's of them. There's specific ones. Like, I think Casper has some yes, great options I've seen for that. people yeah. as well. But I, I don't know if there's the least expensive. There's some really inexpensive ones. And guess what? Sometimes the mattress isn't that comfy. But you can also buy those egg crates that go on there top go. that are... Like Very 25 cheap. bucks at Target, yes. and they make it a lot better. Yeah. Target, sorry. Target, yes. fancy here. All right, so num- uh, best places, family, furnishing cheaply. Again, guys, family, friends, looking you know, online, social media. Hey, looking for a couch if you have one. Um, I sold to one of my actors that came out to uh, from Arkansas. She, I Skype coached her. She made the move. She was actually here on one of our shows, and then um, she bought an old couch of my girlfriend's that she didn't need for 100 bucks. Yeah, that's and great. There you go. I found... Because and I, I saw it on Facebook. Oh, I saw that she was looking for a couch. Well, so Facebook I, has that now, too, that yeah, section that where you can market. shop things, Facebook market. Yeah, but yep. I think that, keep in mind, the more expensive the neighborhood you're in, if you're going to stores, the more expensive the stores are. Right. And I, I didn't realize that when I initially started shopping. Right. So the deeper in the valley you go for a furniture store, the cheaper it usually is. Yeah. Uh, guys, also hit up your family. Hit up your 
aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody. And, you know, if you move out here, you get a cheap U-Haul, throw their furniture in there. Uh, my All our furniture my first few years was all family stuff. From, from back home? No, my roommate, um, Doug, from San Diego. He's stuff from his sisters and brothers and family's home. So family furniture is great because obviously you don't pay for any of it. Yard sales. Yard amazing. sales, amazing. There's so many around at least Los Angeles and I would assume all over Chicago and New York. But great places to find deals on furniture. Thrift stores, so many around here. There's tons and very cheap. If you don't want to do that, you don't want used, Ikea. You can go to Ikea. I set up my place. This is not long. This is only three years ago after my divorce because – after you after a divorce you don't know what's going to happen in terms of child support and spouse, you know all, a bunch of different things so i was really since i was unsure i got my whole place set up for like 2500 bucks my entire place that's amazing so uh ikea is a great way to go too if you if you really want a couple of pieces that aren't old or used, then that's a great way to go i think walmart also has walmart some great has some stuff. good stuff also remember, there's some things you can get away used. Anything wood that's used, it's not like it's somebody's been slitting right. on it all day. You know why not take that stuff? Maybe you want a new IKEA couch because you are weird about people having sure. slept on or sit on something. But the tables, the coffee table, the whatever, it is, a TV. Yeah, who cares if it's used? Yeah, our entertainment system we found on the side of the road. Yeah, and threw it in my friend's car, and it was ours for like five years, and it was. Great. It was all wood. You're right. There's no sanitary issues. You wipe it down one with, time. Right. It's and you're done. New. Exactly. You can also paint stuff if you don't like the color. You can also make a lot of stuff yourselves. Uh, a lot of people would, that I knew when we were first starting out, we did milk cartons as bookshelves, milk cartons with wood planks in between them. You would just nail together three pieces of wood and throw your futon on top of it. And then you have a bed frame. I still have crates as a coffee table. Yeah. Wood crates that I yeah. found on the street. They yeah. were free. Yeah. And they're, they're uh, kind of cute. And look, look, and, and then they're very they're very hipster. Hipster look, chic, look. baby. Hipster chic. If you can if you look don't spend a lot of money to look poor, just buy grab stuff off the street and then you'll get the same look. Oh yeah. And all the admiration from your friends. Um, and the other thing, I know this is a very weird tip. Get some Christmas lights or little white lights and just drape them around. It gives a little bit of atmosphere. My daughters in their rooms, that's the one thing they wanted. They didn't want much else. But just those draping of lights, like right outside your window or around a room, it just makes it a little more festive and fancy. It's not a weird tip, and I'll give you one further. Okay. Take those Christmas lights and get clothespins and hang pictures from them. In between? In between. Ooh, now look at that. Family so photos. So now you are really living hipster chic. Yeah, but it actually looks adorable when right. people do that like that. Yeah. And really inexpensive. Now, see what's so funny. My daughters did two strings because they get a really cool Polaroid. They did several strings of small Polaroids and then their Christmas life separately. But Well, you could do that too. I'm going to pitch that though. Yeah. But even that, like a cheap, you know, little pictures with strings of your family that you just get four by sixes for 17 cents printed out at uh, a drugstore like uh, CVS and you can hang those. You, you don't have to... Make it look like a hovel 
um, you don't have to make it look depressing. You can still have fun with these simple tips. All right, so you in your place. You have your cheap furniture. Now you got to get around. How do you want to uh, buy transportation? Let's say you want to buy a car. This is one option. You want to buy a car. First of all, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Do your research? No. Facebook again. Social media. Social, Social media. media again. Hit up your friends. Well, my daughter, during my research, I would learn that. There you, okay. Oh, you got me again. Uh, no, but uh, my, my daughter's first car she just got from a friend on Facebook. And I saw it. Called him up. Done. Um, wow, that's they posted a, on Facebook I'm selling my car? Yeah. Great. Yeah. And he had a ton of parents like me with starter uh, with 17 year old, 15, 16, 17 year olds for starter cars. Great. So and you can lease a car today for so inexpensive. Yes. You really can. It the, just pick something, get a Honda Civic, uh-huh. get something that's reliable, something that doesn't cost Honda, ridiculous. Toyota, and, they yeah. last a really long time and they don't have to be, they can be, my daughter's car is from 2004. Yeah. $2,000. That's I mean, great. it's an incredible deal. Yeah. And the Blue Book is way better than that. And now she owns it? Now wow. she owns it, yeah. Dang. Uh, well, I mean, we paid half, and she had to come up with half, though. So, good, uh, good parenting. Yes. Craigslist, and she has to take her little sister to, like, when I say... When she you should have made her sign something. Oh, when, no, when she said she has, like, at least two times when she's at my house, when I have custody of her, I say, there's two times during the week that my... 15-year-old will say, hey, I need to go somewhere. And I'll say, your sister will take you. I get two of those. I get two of those a week. So I'm I'm very strategic. And sometimes I'm so strategic that the week runs out. And she's like, you blew it. And I'm like, darn it. Uh, Craigslist again. Craigslist again. Cheap cars. They're all over Craigslist. Um, Facebook market. Same thing. So not Facebook or, or Instagram or your social Twitter or whatever in terms of friends and family, but they have these Facebook markets, as you were saying. Um, And you can, uh, again, drive around. You can see signs on cars. There's tons of ways to get a car cheaply. You can even go to a, a used car lot, and sometimes you can negotiate there. So there's plenty of ways to get a cheap car. Um, Or... You don't have to do any of that, and you just say, okay, run the numbers. Okay, $3,000 for a car. Or what if I took Uber or Lyft? Right, Uber and Lyft to my job, and maybe I could take a bus to – like I took a bus to my class at Groundlings, and I walked to my job. So how long was it till you got a car in Los Angeles? I was a year and a half without one, so that was walking and busing. Then I had a Vespa for two years. Then I had a uh, – that's another way, get a scooter. Um, and then I got a car. So it was like th- my first commercial was 89. So, yeah, like uh, four years before I had a car. And two and two a half years. with a Vespa, yeah. I will say it's really time-consuming and more challenging when you don't have a car. It is. And so you have to be more creative. You, ha- you definitely have to, and you have to a lot more time. Right. So, so the simplest, simplest rule in life, and it's still the rule today, time or money. Time or money. You could spend four hours scrubbing your house from top to bottom or have money to pay someone to do it for you. It's time or money. So as uh, Miss Phenomenal is saying, that if you don't have a card, then you have to be more strategic. 
and spend a little more time. But if you have the time, then you're saving a lot of money, and that's a really important asset. Um, so you get a cheap car, and you need insurance. So my girlfriend happened to be in insurance for 12 years, so we had a nice little discussion about this. Um, Go yeah. USAA, if you have anyone in your family that's military, that's always really good. A lot of times you have an aunt. An uncle or a, a parent or somebody serving the military, USAA is great. Uh, things you do need to know when you buy cheap insurance, like for instance, Geico, they're cheap and they're good, but they're harder on the payouts. So you're taking that risk. You know, the cheaper ones, they are really cheap, but when, if and when you get into an accident, then it may be a little tougher to get the money. So that's that's why it's cheap. But the most important thing that she said is do liability only. So you're only paying for their car because if you have a beater car, like that's what we did for my daughters, if she gets wrecks her car, we're not going to fix it. You know what I mean? Right. It's to you don't don't worry about your car. Just get the what the bare minimum, which is liability. Unless only. you bought a really nice car, and then don't listen. Well, to if it. you bought a really nice a car, car, then you you're not living lean and mean. Yeah. You're ignoring our. Well, I don't anyway. necessarily mean bought. At, somebody gifted you. You had a parent. Yes, whatever yes, it is. yes, yes. Then you'll, you'd have to consider that. But but you would have that extra money because you're not paying for that. Right. If it was gifted to you, a nicer car. Except for taxes on it. Yeah, yeah, that's don't true. Forget about taxes. Yeah, you do need the taxes. That's why the good cheaper car. That's always cheaper. Ugh. That's good. And if you buy from a friend or on Craigslist or whatever, a lot of times they'll make deals with you to write off the purchase price for a lot less. You can negotiate that That's as well. Great. So liability only. So like my daughter's car for his new driver, which is hard, is only like fifty five bucks a month, which is fantastic. Wow. Liability only. So really good. So you have all the things you're not going to spend a lot of money on. You have your nest eggs that you don't really want to touch because you need this for emergencies and classes. So you need to get a job. So very interesting. Jenna Fisher's book. You need a job with flexibility. Jenna Fisher's book said something very interesting that I will disagree with and push back on. Great. Day jobs. She said to get a day job that's, you know, has higher turnover, not like a career-driven job. I'm and shocked by this based off when auditions I know, are. But. I know. That's what I thought. But what she said is that she would work with her boss and say, hey, you know, I need to go. So first uh, she said it, she was honest and said, hey, I want to go to an audition. And the guy said, okay, uh, but what if you get the job? She goes, well, I won't be here for two days if I get it. It was a commercial. And he said, well, then if you go to the audition, don't come back. And she went and never came back. So what she was Did doing she get the is... job? No. <laughs> so she was saying, I didn't get either. But she said what she would do is get a series of jobs. And the reason I disagree with that is I think there are jobs you can get that are shift-driven, so you can switch shifts, like waiting, cocktail waitressing, or bartending. people do it. You know? And when you're going into the day job, this is what she was saying, and this is why I disagree with it, is they don't want you to be an actor, but every restaurant in New York, L.A., and Chicago knows that the waiters are probably actors or artists. They know it, so they know how to deal with it. So that's why I would disagree with that one. Um, My experience on the waiter job, try to find more of a mom-and-pop place uh than a corporate place because the corporate places out here have 
very strict rules right and crazy training and yeah you're not allowed to do the shifts with all of that so try to find more of a mom and pop place yeah that's a great that's a great tip um dog walking very popular these days you can actually do them through uh websites apps. and apps that where you're treated like an employee and i know someone who recently got disability when she got attacked by a d- couple dogs and because she had uh, was an employee she was got disability which is fantastic Telling so people to cheat the system john no, 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 no. I'm saying what was I'm great. No, that it was just fantastic. I, I was yeah, shocked when I was heard because most of these things are like 1099s, no, like, I thought. It's just like Uber and all of that. Yes. Now, they're, now you're going to be an employee. Yeah, exactly. So that, these are very popular nowadays with so many of my actors that I teach, Uber and Lyft. Huge. They do it all the time. And if you um, and if you feel unsafe doing either of those, driving the people in your cars, then Uber Eats. You yeah, know, pick up their food and drop that off yes. as opposed to driving the people. So yeah. there's ways around that too. And if you have the low end car, the wear and tear on the car isn't that bad. It just can't be wear and tear enough if your car is hanging by a thread. But you can't get a car that's hanging by a thread anyway. That's not a good investment. You right. want a cheap car that is well run, but it's not going to be so much of a depreciation in your asset of your car if your car is low end anyway. So that's why Uber and Lyft work. And, uh, uh, here's here's one. The guy I was working with on this consulting thing, his son wants to come out here and be an actor, and he has a job where he can help him work for his uh, company on off hours, and and he can make really, really good money. So again, reach out to family and friends and see if they have any interesting businesses. I, I had an actress friend who moved out of here from New York who was doing financing stuff, but she'd have to wake up at like four in the morning and do her financing stuff. And she'd be done by like eight or nine in the morning, but then her day would be free. Um, and your friends and your family, they will help you find those things. So always reach out. People are your best resource. I, I say this a million times, and my daughters get so mad. I, they say, well, there was a phase uh, one time that my daughters was like, ah, you know, I don't need a lot of friends, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, life will be harder. And she said, why? And I said, the more people you know and the more opportun- the friendly you are and more professional you are to those people, the more opportunities you will get. That's just a fact. And now that she's working and uh, applying for colleges and stuff, she's, she's learning that. that and really doing really, really well. Good. She's fantastic with people and getting so many opportunities because of it. Quick question so, for you, Sean. Yes, sir. Related to actors finding jobs. Um, you know, if you can find a desk job or an administrative job as an aspiring writer or producer, that's flexible. It's good because you're meeting yeah. other above-the-line talent. For actors, does that really apply? Or do you feel like people just get frustrated when they sort of see the actor slash office assistant at a production company situation? I mean, I think that production companies might be more understanding because they're in the business. But what Jenna Fisher's book said is, yeah, she got fired over and over again. I have a lot of actor friends who worked uh, at management companies and then ultimately got repped there. They worked at the front desk, yeah. and, and that was helpful for them. Or even people who nannied for high-power people. Nanny's another uh, good one. It was not on my list. That's another really good one. A lot of my actors do that. Especially if you're for yeah. people who are in the know. Yes. And then you take care of their family. Then you become family. Right. They want to yeah. help you out. Yeah. Yeah. It, those are really, really good. And here's another one, guys, just for short term. 
that save, serves your acting and lets you know what a set is like, you can be an extra for a little while. And you're making money, and you're also learning what a set looks like, how it operates, take notes, bring your phone, and, and if you need to do the voice recording, take learn what it's like to be on a set and make some money. It's always a chance you get bumped up, too. Yeah, exactly, and seen. So uh, the guy who did Beale Street could talk, and um, Moonlight, he said he does that every show. He always leaves room in the budget to pull an extra and move, bump them up. So you never, never know. But my big warning, never more than two weeks to two months, tops, and never do it again because it's very easy to get sucked in there and go, oh, well, I'm making money and I'm on a set. And then you're all of a sudden you don't pursue it. I've met so many extras. It goes, yeah, I'm an actor. And I think, how long have you been on the show? Five years. When do you get to act? Well, I don't really get to. You know, they're there 12 hours a day, five days a week. They don't get to act. So unless you say, okay, I'm giving up my dream and I really, really love extra work now, that's fine. Some people but do. Some people do. Yeah. But you cannot pursue acting if you stay in extra work. But it's a nice way to get a little chunk of change for a little while and and help you learn what a set is like. So I really like that. And then the most important part of this, guys, is to budget. Really good app. Really good app. Mint is a great app. I use it all the time. It's by the same company that does uh, TurboTax and QuickBooks. And you can uh, set budgets for yourself. Food, um, clothes, everything. Everything. And it will send you alarms going, you're getting close to your budget. you got to, you know... Pair back a little bit. So it's a really good app. I highly recommend it. Make sure you have your money, your emergency fund, still intact. Try not to use it except for the essentials. And the essentials now are not uh, really nice clothes and things like that. They're acting classes, headshots, things like that. Um, what I used to do is I'd pull out fun money for a week um, when we were saving up. Fun money? Fun money was like I'd pull out $150, and that was maybe going out to eat, maybe uh, seeing some movies, things like that. And when that cash, that 150 ran out, I was done. So No more fun. No more fun. If I was had too much fun by Wednesday, that's it. Yeah. Or you'd say, you know what, I'm not going to do this because if we're going to that restaurant with those friends on Saturday, which will be about 40 bucks. So when you hit 110 you're done. You know, so pull out money from the ATM and then don't touch it if you reach that budget. Try not to touch your money you came with, like I said, because you need that if you lose your job. That's another reason it's an emergency fund. Which probably will happen. Which can happen if you do this desk job, day job thing that Jenna was talking about. She said for sure it happened to her all the time. Yeah. But um, it's really important to not touch that money. So let's talk about the basics on the budgeting. Food. They talk about it all the time. What's cheap? Ramen. I, <laughs> I still, to this day, eat ramen twice a week. And it's also delicious. To this day. And it because? Because it's cheap. And? Delicious. And delicious. There yeah. you go. Um, the ramen, spaghetti, mac and cheese, um, bagged salads for health. If you're worried about that, you can get them for a couple bucks. Bagged salads are really good. Healthier fast foods. 
you know, a lot of salads in, and I just discovered, literally just discovered this, a lot of salads around town are 10 to 12 bucks. You can go to McDonald's and get one for six bucks. Kevin Undergaro himself still will go to McDonald's and will order two pieces of grilled chicken. Yeah, that's it. To get his protein. There you go. two pieces of grilled chicken. There you go. He doesn't have to live lean and mean, but he was a carny for a long time, so he still does. There you go. inside him. And cereal. Cereal's great, too. Big box of cereal. Big box of cereal, a little bit of milk. changer for me, I got this here, was an Instant Pot, which is like a big kind of fast crock pot. Yes. So you can do four pounds of chicken, cook all of it, and just dole that throughout the week on salad. Yes. You know, it's, it's fast, easy, and cheap. Yep. Now, clothes. Budget your clothes. Where do you do that? Thrift stores. I am a huge proponent of Ross Dress for Less. I think that place is great. TJ Maxx, Outlets, and again... Family and Hand friends. Hand me down. Family and friends. I, yes. When I moved out here, everybody made fun of me, Sean. I didn't buy one article of clothing for six years. Right. Six years because... I got by. Because anytime somebody was going to throw something out or whatever it was, I would go to um, clothing swaps. I would say, I'll give you this for that. So I was always keeping my wardrobe fresh. I did not buy a piece of clothing. Wow. I just traded. Yeah. I'll give you this thing, and then you give me that thing, or whatever, with all of my friends and my family. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Sh- shabby chic. Yeah, shabby chic. I mean, I buy basics and I wear them until they literally wear out. I really try to keep it low and lean. And and when I got a few pairs of jeans, I got them at the Goodwill and on Ventura. So why spend the extra money when you want to invest in your career? All that matters is that it's clean. Yeah. Smell good. Yeah. That's what matters, that you need to be Right, and they're clean. not going to put them out there. Right. At, at established thrift stores, they will not put no, them com- out there. No, completely. I'm just saying, for the individual, like, people aren't looking. How much did he spend on that T-shirt? Yeah. They're looking at you. If it's clean, it's clean. Yeah, it's clean. a clean T-shirt. Yes, exactly. So these are my hands-on tip tips for living lean when you're an actor. So you don't have to live miserably. Just be conscientious of where that money goes. You want that money to invest in your career and things that you need to be doing to get, become better as an actor. And we'll talk about that on a different episode. Um, my quick story from the set, talking about money, when we were doing Twister, and it was the last week, and we were doing all-night shoots, we'd sleep all day, work all night, and we got a lot of money. Um, for our per diem, because we were on the set all the time, we didn't need that money for going to restaurants and stuff. So one night we were really bored, and Philip Seymour Hoffman knew that I was kind of shy, and because uh, it was my first big movie, uh, really, I mean, blockbuster movie. And him and Todd Field prompted or you know teased me into saying, "We'll give you a hundred dollars if you dance on top of a van naked in front of the crew." And I was like, no. And then everybody started throwing in their per diem. And it got up to 1200 bucks. If you would go naked on top if of a van. If I would get on naked on top of a van and dance for 30 seconds. And it was 1200 bucks. And I thought, man, what am I going to do? And then when it, it was, what, what am I going to do around 500 Really considering around 800 When it hit 1200 I'm like, show me to the van. And I jumped up on there, and I danced for 30 seconds. It was in the middle of the night. It was a night shoot. Completely naked. Completely, except for I was allowed to wear my shoes so I wouldn't fall. Okay. So I had sneakers on. Completely naked, except for my sneakers. The crew was just setting up a shot and just looked up and were like, 
kind of like, what? So it didn't get a huge reaction. It's not like they were cheering what or anything. What did Philip Seymour Hoffman say? Oh, they were loving it. They were loving it. Thank God it was 96. No phones. Oh, my God. Well, no you wouldn't have done it for 1,200 no. with phones. No, no, no. No, exactly or not. But that 1,200, we ended up buying a dining room table that had was in from 96 to now. It's still in my ex-wife's place. We bought a dining room table with that money. So, so you got lean and mean, Lean and mean. The leanest. The leanest and the meanest. So yeah, that's but now my, your ex-wife reaps the benefits. Well, now nah, I got other stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got other stuff. It was fine. So uh, that was my journey. I came out here, the bus, the Vespa, air mattress. Then we moved into a bigger place. Went from four roommates to two, then two roommates to then I moved in with my ex-wife. And there you go. That was my journey. Walk bus to uh, the Groundlings. Took me 40 minutes time. No money, so it took time. And your quick broke story, anything? Yeah, lived with five girls and behind a frat house because it was safer. Yeah. Uh, moved. Is it really? <laughs> it, it was. Uh, Good guys. Still eating ramen, working yeah. on my um, figuring out budget still. But yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mr. Fantabulous? Same thing. Yeah. Got to keep it, got to keep it lean and mean. There you go. So listen, hopefully this helps. We're going to talk about what you're going to be doing the next two years on a different episodes with all the money you're saving. So as always, I am happy to be a part of your journey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.